but, uh, yeah. Alright, let's get into it. Welcome back to Men of the Machine. I am Kevin. I am Patrick. And this is the podcast that you have the most trouble explaining to your friends what's it really about. Yeah, man, I've been checking out this podcast recently. It's called Men of the Machine. It's two friends of mine. They kind of just, like, talk about stuff. Well, what do you mean they talk about stuff? I mean, like, comedians have podcasts. Is it, like, a funny thing? Yeah, I guess sometimes it's funny. It depends on what they're doing. Okay, well, is there, like, a theme, like, the TED Talks thing? Or maybe, like, Smodcast does their news thing? Or I I don't know. I... The little one likes the big one talking about comics, I guess. I don't know. Some, a movie comes out and they talk about it. And then you're like, oh, wow, how do you know he's the little one? You're like, oh, his voice is just a little bit. I don't know. You can kind of get the feeling and they always kind of make illusion. It, it's hard to explain. But just know, today we are going to talk about it in every iteration because uh, I have a system. I got a system I want to do here. So, in classic Patrick Fashion, I have one favor to request from you for today's episode. Okay. Try to reel in your thoughts to stay within the boundaries of the questions I'm asking. Okay. Because, for example, as with... So this is a fully comprehensive review, analysis, walkthrough of the book, original made-for-TV, and new remake movie of It. And uh, if I could ask one of these questions and then, God... 15 to 20 minutes later you could have partially answered every question i asked and i'll egg you on you see you you have two responsibilities here one monitor yourself and two not buy into everything i ask you always because i will and and you can't let me do that okay so uh first things first i haven't read it patrick did Second thing, second, and this is more of a note to self than a comment made for everything. We are not allowed to make the joke, well, I thought it was this. Wait, what was it? It what? You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going here? Don't do that. I mean, I wouldn't do do that anyway because I have pride. (laughs) Yeah, see, I don't. I'll make any joke. So I have to just stay within my realm. Uh, And three, if I seem a little energetic, it's because A, I've had one beer already. B, I haven't had sex in a week and I'm shaking. And C, I haven't recorded with Patrick in two weeks, which is just like not having sex in one week. I'm just as spent after this as anything else. So I'm pent up and I'm ready to go. And I'm ready to party. So with that being said, and also what else I've said, Patrick, would you like to give some initial thoughts and or talking points before I get into my full breakdown and we talk further based on my questions okay i mean the whole thing was for me like i actually had meant to read the book like literally years ago i think i mentioned it before when i was reading dark tower because i knew it tied into dark tower um and i was reading everything that I had read like i read uh the stand because they share a villain i read salem's lot because the priest appears in both like and for some reason i never got around to reading uh it um so like my only real kind of frame reference before I saw the uh, new movie was the miniseries, but I hadn't seen that in forever either. So, like, um, before I saw the movie, like the new movie, I was like, I'm basically going to go in as blind as possible and not read the book again until the movie's over and not watch the miniseries again until the movie's over. Okay, okay. Um, so I ended up, because you wanted to do it as a fucking podcast... I read the book astonishingly fast. It's like an 1100, I think it's like 1138 is the page number. 
I did it in I think nine days. <laughs> like so, so, we, that's pretty. It's 120 pages a day. That's pretty good. Well, yeah. I'm sure it was more some days, less others, but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I powered through that. Um, I, in the interim, I ended up seeing the movie again because um, my friend Shelby wanted to go, and I was just like, all right. So like, I went again. Like I was halfway through the book. And then I finished the book, uh, watched the miniseries. I actually was going to see the movie again the day that I finished the book and watched the miniseries. By the time that I had done both those things, I was like, I'm I'm kind of over this for a minute. Like, I was just yep. like, I'm going to take some time to myself. So, like, I haven't seen it again since. I probably will see it again soon because now I'm kind of starting to miss it. Um, it's good. Oh, my God. No, no, oh, yeah, no, it's really sorry, good. Sorry, but that's later questions. I can't even say it's good without starting to want to talk. So, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like... I feel like right now I'm probably the best authority. I mean, great if you if we done it like Sunday, like right when I finished the book and watched the major, I'm probably the best authority. So, on the so you watched it on release, then you started the book, and while reading the book, watched the miniseries, and then finished the book and watched it again. No, I saw the movie on yep. release Thursday. Yep. Um, I went to or uh, sorry, I started reading the book the next day. Okay. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast, which where you had the idea of me doing it by the next show. Yep. Which was painful to like power through um but yeah so i did that uh, ended up seeing the movie again in the interim and then uh the sunday before last uh finished the book and then watched the miniseries okay okay so miniseries was the very last thing you experienced with it related yes. got it yes. all right that helps i watched the first half of the miniseries Mm. read uh three or four different synopsises of the book which were just the same thing over and over again i could have saved myself a lot of time but i chose not to and watched the new movie and then watched the second half of it which is irrelevant we're not talking about the later story but uh i do want you to go over your dreamcast at the end of this for the second half anyways so let's start getting into the nitty-gritty I obviously only read synopsises, which is why I'm coming to you. Which is the more accurate representation of Stephen King's book? Oh, the fucking new movie by far. The new movie? Okay. Yeah. And in what regard? Which actually is interesting because I found out that like um, I had read recently that apparently – because basically I heard a lot of people say that like um, the whole reason this is happening is because of uh, Stranger Things, which yeah. isn't true. Um, okay. Like – three years ago i think it was it was like right after who detective uh carrie uh fukinaga i can't remember how to say his name uh-huh. but the guy who directed true detective he directed other stuff too but uh the first season of true detective he directed all of it uh he was hired to adapt the book yeah and after a while eventually he there's different rumors of why he left um but he bailed and actually the duffer brothers from stranger things actually tried to like they threw their hats and like we want to direct it and then like the i was saying talking to asa the other day about this because asa loves stephen king and it was like they were the studio was just like fuck you. What are you? What have you ever done? What are you ever gonna do? And they did Stranger Things, and they're just like fuck. And it was just like it was like uh, I guess Spielberg wanted to direct um, Superman the movie. Okay. And then they were like, we'll see how the Fish movie does before we fucking hire you for anything else. Superman and then Jaws the movie. Made, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go. go and then back. Jaws made like a kajillion dollars. I'm like fuck. <laughs> it was just like so that's the whole thing. But Andy Machete, when he jumped on, apparently. It was basically assumed he was going to use Carrie's script, and I guess it was him that actually went back and he was just like, "I would like to rewrite this and make it closer to the book." And yeah, I, the book. I just read a, a few days ago like what was different between the book and the movie, and apparently, so the the or the script and the current 
movie that's out. Uh, and there was a bunch of things. He renamed some characters. He redid well, no, that, some yeah, backstories. That was what Carrie did. That's what, yeah. But like, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. The movie, in the new movie, they really the only thing that's cha- the only changes that were really made were to like streamline the plot. Okay. So like, but at the same time, like, I feel like in both the miniseries and the uh, uh, the new movie. Like, Mike Hamlin gets totally screwed, where it's like, he's the black one. Like, yeah. oh, like, what's his part? He's the black one. Like, well, I mean, like, it's it's supposed to be, yeah, a point that's made. It is a piece of shit, so he uses racism as a way to keep oh, no, him as the outsider. That, but, like, that's the whole thing. Is like, in the book, though, he's, uh, like, like, yeah, Ben hides out in the library, but, yeah. like, it's, like, basically, um, Mike that's, like, obsessed with, like, compiling everything, becomes a librarian and everything. Okay. And I'm like... They completely fucked him over. It was like when they gave him Ben all the library shit. I'm like, well, now Mike has no parts. Yeah, so just yeah like, the original had Mike as the as the nerdy one. He was one. a librarian, but yeah. he had nothing else going well, on. Like, well, he would, like in the in the original, he also had the um scene where he's in front of the class telling everyone about his project that he researched. He's the new kid, and he's talking about everyone. No, dying. that was Ben. Ben, Mike is the black one. Ben is the fat one. Yes. In the new one, Ben was the one that was obsessed. In the old one, Mike was the one giving the project about the the people who have been dying in the town so in the old uh, one they gave him that sort of like little like hey he's interested in the history and the new one they took it from him well anyway either way um like the book or i'm sorry the uh miniseries the one thing that i liked the better in the miniseries versus uh the movie was something that max Landis pointed out and i didn't think he was wrong <laughs> where he's like Really? Like, of all the characters to make the damsel in distress, of all the characters in all the fiction, you made Bev the fucking yeah. damsel in distress? Oh, And I so, was just like... So was that... I, I, yeah, that was not, that's not in the book. Like, she is, like, okay. basically, like, the, the most badass of them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I was thinking in the synopsis. Also, wasn't the... In regards to the actual hideout of Pennywise, yes, they ended up taking him into the sewers in the new one, but wasn't yeah. the old one more faithful by starting going straight into the sewers instead of some broken down house over a well, or was that in the book? Well, I mean, it's it's not only like <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> house what you did on the street. There. Well, is, you know, <laughs> the house on the street is uh, that's that's the thing. I mean, that's that's yeah, no, that's the that's true to the book. Like, oh, okay, that is part of the book. Got it. Which yeah. it, it was and a he better. Does hang out- he does hang out in the sewers, but that's the whole, I mean, that, but that's the whole thing is like it's I guess because Stephen King's original idea for Pennywise was he was just being like a troll under a bridge, like basically just doing an updated version of that. Yeah, and I guess he thought of the idea of like no, no, no like I can make him if he's in the sewers, he can go anywhere. He can go, he's, he can be everywhere, and just like confined under a bridge. Yeah, I liked that about the new one. I will say that that was a which I have a question coming up, but I did I do think that's a better plot decision is the fact that it's this broken down home in the middle of town that obviously Pennywise has his hands in the pocket of every adult but that everyone overlooks and it turns out oh shit that's where he lives whereas in the original it was just the sewers just I mean it just was the sewers there was no like secret hideout it's the one thing that neither the miniseries or the uh, movie I think completely I think the, the um the movie's closer but like there's definitely a thing in the book where basically like people Essentially, I, I almost I almost question whether or not Pennywise created Derry basically to be his hunting grounds, or if the people have literally just sold their souls to Pennywise for this, or at least sold their children's souls for the sake of having a prosperous town. Like, yeah, because that's what they, basically Derry is essentially a character in the book. Like, Derry is kind of like the extra character mm-hmm. because Derry is like 
it's like the poltergeist like, house like the house it's is even, its own it's thing even more it, even worse even more than pennywise like there's always like a sense of like dread and unease to dairy like that's the whole thing is it's like well i thought the that, the new movie did that really well and one thing i never got so after so i watched the half first half of the original and read the synopsis before seeing the new movie so i did it opposite of you but um one thing that i liked that the new movie did that gave you the sense more was it showed pennywise persuading the adults where the original didn't do it quite as heavily so for example when um henry is carving into ben's stomach the h yeah. and the car drives by they look and then you see a, a, a the, the balloon in the backseat yeah. like that was fucking amazing like the it wasn't pennywise in the car but he was clearly like don't don't pay attention to what's keep going keep going don't worry about it what's well, the thing though but the question is it's not even it's not even that it's like can the adults even see it though? Like that's the whole thing. Is this kind of like the whole thing with like, the blood from the okay. sink in Ben's house? I see what like, you're saying. You don't even know if like because I mean if it's like if they literally are even aware of it. Like not even like if they're ignoring it. But, like if they're literally even aware of it. It's made literally because that's the thing is it feels like at some point either Pennywise started Derry to be his hunting grounds, mm-hmm. his game preserve, or the people of Derry literally just fucking sold their souls. Like if, they said that the whole original colony disappeared. Yeah, they, they basically literally like sold their souls for the sake of having a prosperous town to Pennywise. So like basically like so that now nobody can see. If you basically if you reach a certain age, you come of age, yeah. you can no longer see what Pennywise is doing. I like to think of it as him personally myself persuading them for a couple of reasons. A the adults are just jackasses. Like they seem to have worse behaviors than adults in any other story ever is. So that, that to me is just kind of a, like they can't. It's not that they can't see it. It's that they're literally just bad people at this point from the powers that be. Um, B is uh, and they do it in the second half of the original. How uh, Pennywise talks to Henry to go back and kill them himself because he's like they don't believe I can't kill him, but you can. You're alive. Like that's sort of his way, and he does do the dog head thing and kill the the uh, uh, worker there at the insane asylum but I feel like that's also part of him's thing is his his whole MO is that it's easier for him and more beneficial because he feeds off fear to kill the children than the adults so instead he just persuades the adults that's the way I like to see it as that's fine I mean yeah, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying I like what you're saying I'm just when I watch it through, that's what I took away was that it's just for like, him. He gets more food. He gets more substance from the terrified children that he just decides to kind of push the adults in a certain direction. Well, that's like the thing I'd actually mentioned to Shelby when we watched it. Cause, we, uh, Cause I was basically telling her before we started watching it. And then like uh, in the opening scene, like with the Georgie thing, like the woman's on her porch and basically sees the whole thing, but doesn't do anything. Like she looks distressed, but she doesn't do anything. Yeah. And she's like, why the fuck? Like, does she not hear him? And I'm just like, no, she does. It's just that people in Derry, like, they literally at some point basically just sold their fucking souls for prosperous, yeah. uh, for prosperous sound. And, and it's pretty clear that the no adults can hear, or in your case, ignore, can't hear Pennywise. Like, ah, I'm going off the original. I'll get more to that later. Yeah. Um. So all in all, though, full, full scope, you, the book. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask. The yeah. thing I wish I had seen in the new It movie that was in the original and in the book was the werewolf scene for Scott. Well, that or, I get. Not Scott. Richie, Richie. 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 The whole thing is, I get that, because the whole thing is basically, like, if you actually look at... in The the book and the original miniseries took place in the 50s, like, the, for the kid scenes. Yeah. Which is, like, when those movies were, like, in their prime, because it was, like... It's, like, now people watching, like, 80s movies and 90s movies, because it was only, like, 10, 20 years later. Yeah. So it's, like, everybody was watching, like werewolf movies and like black lagoon and dracula and all that shit so it's like yeah i missed the original monsters 
but it would have been fucking, it would have rang really false to have them show up in this because it wouldn't have made any sense. The one thing I thought they could have done because it was the 80s, mm-hmm. I would have done uh, like Freddy or Jason or something like that mm-hmm. because that would have been the same general point. But at the same time, that opens up a can of worms of like, yeah. like how do you do that? Like, it's, I mean, you probably still have the rights because New Line was the one putting this out. But at the same time, it's also like, how do you do it? Like, it just like, well, do you yeah, have they flipped. Like, do you like, what do you like? What do you do? They and how do you have it not overpower the movie? Like, it just is a lot of things. They just flipped the, um, like, so for for Mike, they gave him his thing from the book, the burning down building of the black people, and they give you that story. Whereas in the original, they don't give you that story, and then vice versa, they don't give you Richie's full thing. Which, that's a whole nother discussion. I want to talk about Richie in a little bit. Not in a bad way, but kind of no. in a bad way. So, what first... Funny, it's like, I was actually watching it, and Shelby was like, it's fucking you. I'm like, it's not not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. So, question A, which is more faithful to the book, the new one? Yeah, the, okay. the, the movie, I'd say, way more faithful. Okay. B, and this is probably not going to take us ten minutes to talk about like that last question did, but B, which one for you and I'm not talking jump, which one is scarier? That's the thing. It's hard to say, though, because when I was a kid, the miniseries it came out when I was a little little kid. Yeah. And it scared the living shit out of me. Like, it's like I couldn't watch it again for, like, years. It fucked me up so bad. Like, the, the beginning with with uh, Georgie, I couldn't make it through when oh I was a kid. Oh, my God, that's such it a It freaked me out so bad. Yep. And then I watched it as, like, a teenager, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fine. Like, it didn't scare me, but it was, it was like, okay. And then, like, um, so, like, when I was watching this, like, when I, like, when I watched the uh, new movie, I was just, like, it wasn't, like, edge of my seat terror, but it was just, like, this sense of creepiness. Yeah. That, like, but the thing is, it stuck with me and got under my skin enough that literally that night, uh, Kevin Cardinal and I were, walk- were walking uh, his girlfriend's dog um, before we recorded Gifted Punksters, and... Um, Literally every time we turned a corner, I expected to see Pennywise there, like with balloons. Like I swear to God, like part of my brain, like I know yeah. it's not true, uh, but yeah. I kept expecting to see it. And like it, that's how fucking deep it got under my skin. And like even at work, like they have that fucking best spot of that endless fucking like 4K thing of like uh, the glass blowing. Where there's like a little like red dot, and every time I saw it in the corner of my eye, I was like, oh fuck my life. <laughs> and it was just like it's gonna get me. It's fucking Pennywise. And then, like, um, so then I rewatched the miniseries. I'm like, this isn't scary at all. Like, it's like, as, an, as a kid, it was terrifying. Yeah. But, like, as an adult, I'm like, it's not scary at all. No, and of course. And that's just, that's the progression of movie making. But as far as, for me, eeriness, I give it to the original. Which I was talking to my friend Alicia, who had never seen the original, and she tried to watch it but right before watching the new one. And she's like, I couldn't make it through it. It was so corny. And it wasn't scary. And I'm like, you okay yes comparatively to modern filmmaking and even then compared to filmmaking you gotta remember it was oh made, yeah it was you gotta even remember though it's it was made on a small budget for tv like no the, no i get that no that that, that is definitely yeah. that's the fact definitely that fair. they got tim curry was in every freaking scene like um uh the opening credits and whatnot they're like and special like everyone's credits are tiny this person has this this person and the whole fucking screen's covered with but wait, we actually got Tim Curry. Like, it was a big deal that they actually got a good actor. So you have to kind of put yourself into perspective of what they were able oh, to no, no, no. do. Oh, no, I completely get that. But you're, yeah. asking my, like, you're asking me which one. Like, and from, when I was a kid, like, that definitely caused a scar that's still yeah. there. So, but, like, this, I'm just saying, was watching it now, I'm like, because that's the thing. And it's not even like, I, I, I can watch things in context. Like, the, the Texting to Master still shares their shit to me. And that's, like, fucking 40 years, 42 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, 
um, Tommy Lee Wallace's like other movies, like uh, like Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, I still watch and like would enjoy. But it's just like I don't know. It's like the child. That's like the thing I tweeted where I was like, you never, you don't really appreciate how good the kid actors are in the new movie until you rewatch the miniseries. Oh my god, yeah. Because the kid actors are awful. Even though some of them have like, I actually recognize right away. Um, the girl that plays Bev, the younger version of Bev. Is the girl that plays Bridget in Ginger Snaps, like the Ginger Snaps really? series? I didn't know that, that made me phenomenally happy. When I, I lost that. my face when I was so me and Franny watched it, and I went, "That kind of looks like Seth Green." Yeah, and then true. he yep. said something, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that seems kind of like hold on, hold on, hold on." And Google <laughs> has this thing where, um, when you're Chromecasting it, if you look at your phone anytime, it'll tell you who is on this the like on the TV. It gives you a little thing of, and it said Seth Green. I was like, "Holy fucking shit, that's Seth Green!" Yeah. Um, but. What was I saying? Oh, oh, so just, just, I don't know where we were going with that. Scarier, I actually think the original was more scary as far as overall effect. The new one gave me those obvious jump screws. Like, oh my god, when Zombie is chasing Ben and then all of a sudden you just say, hey boy, and it's just Pennywise real fast and over, I lost my shit. But leaving the theater, like, so for, like you said, you expect to see Pennywise. When I close my eyes at night, because I'm still scared of the dark when i close my eyes and i i actually see tim curry and not uh bill skarsgård that's just me bill skarsgård actually like because i think when i was a kid tim curry scared the living shit of me but like now it's like when i watch it again he definitely leaned in the clown thing but he definitely he he put it on and off oh my god yeah but i think bill skarsgård did it better because it's like the best examples in the opening scene where it's like the best the, the the way i've heard it put in one review i can't remember it was basically like a puppeteer switching hands where yeah. it's like when he's going like full pop, clown pop, with pop, George, pop, he's like pop. yeah, yeah, and then he just goes dead silent for a minute, like just like his eyes just go dead, and then Georgie like starts to leave, and you can almost feel like it's like he switched, where he just like he was going, that's what he was doing in his own head. He basically is going from being like roll back the eyes, and then the shark comes out, like yeah. so it's like when he like so he creeps me out way more because like. Tim Curry was always kind well, of. Well, hold, like, hold on, hold like, on, hold on. That's a question later. So I see where you're going. Yeah. I see where you're going because I have a lot to say about that. So that's a question okay. later. So scarier, we are on different sides here, which is fair. Which which okay. is fair. It's to be expected. I'm not going to deny acting quality and movie making in any degree that the new it's amazing, but just for um, when I try to put myself, when I try to imagine myself as a kid in the '90s watching this, like you said, as you as a child, for me the original scarier. So. Moving on and and shaking off uh, comparisons for a second, what is your favorite moment of the original series, having rewatched uh, it? Um, There's a lot of good I mean, shit like, in there. My favorite part is probably the, the part that always stuck with me was the uh, Chinese dinner scene. Um, oh, with the fortune cookies. Yeah, that was always because it's like a because I mean me knowing me like that's the most character development you get in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just like it's it switches back and forth really nicely from like going this nice little dinner scene it's almost like alien <laughs> where it's like okay. this nice little dinner scene and then things take a hard left <laughs> turn <laughs> and then and shit like, just really goes up fast yeah. uh yeah that was a really good scene um if i had to pick a favorite from the original it's one of two it's either oh shit okay so it's either I, I don't want to talk about the second half because I'm so excited for what part two of it's going to be. But one of my favorite scenes um, from the second half is when uh, Ben finally thinks that Beverly, when when she recites the poem to him in the room, 
when he's getting her the sweater, and then it turns out it's Pennywise just fucking with him, and then he says, kiss me, fat boy. Like, Pennywise had fucked with them all in some pretty major ways a thousand times. Uh, But that was the first time in the original where I actually felt, like, cheated. Because I was like, oh, like, yes, these kids are being tormented nonstop, but now they come back. Oh, shit, they're still being tormented. This is, like, the one moment of solace in this home as they finally get ready to fuck shit up. And then Tim Curry's just shoved makeup all over his face, and he's just completely messing with his psyche. Which leads to a scene later where she recites the poem to him, and he freaks out. Holy shit, who are you? Are you the clown? I don't know what to believe. Yeah. But if I'm going off the first half, my favorite moment of the original which I think hits harder than the remake, but we'll talk about that later, is the scene where Mike is being chased and they stone Henry and his gang. They get into the rock fight. See, I like that way better. Yeah, see, the original I I like more. Oh, no. First of all, Androx is playing, motherfucker, so you can suck my dick. Soundtrack aside, um, yeah, we'll talk about comparison again later. Um, That, I felt, brought them together way stronger, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, and then you have, you, you know, you don't just have a Henry defeated sitting there looking up with that douchebag look like he has. Instead, you have him accepting defeat in a real sense, not a hurt sense, where he's just like, God damn it, I can't win. I'll kill you all! And he shouts, I kill you. I, I just, I, I liked it more. And they, they don't just go from zero to hero in the original either, I felt like. In the new one, I felt like it was, oh, that's that new kid. Best friends forever! In the original, it was like, oh, that's that new... Oh, let's fuck them up. Hey, are you okay? Hey, let's go talk about this. Like, I felt like it pulled them together in a more organic sense than the new one, and it's without a doubt my favorite moment of the original, which leads to favorite moment of the remake. Um... I mean, the, the, my favorite moment, actually, like when Justin and I both said simultaneously, the second that we, it was antisocial, we were like, anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, besides that... <laughs> um... I would actually probably say, off the top of my head, um, the opening, or I mean, like the the Georgie bit, just because I didn't think they would be able to like fuck me up the way they did when I was a kid, but they did, so fast. and they did it hard, like because it just like I, I think it's funny. It's actually time wise, it always lines up because they did it, like twenty seven years or whatever. Um, so like in the original, like because Georgie was like six, and the movie came when I was like six. Yeah. So like. I related on that level because like holy shit like that could have been me (laughs) and then like you fucking flash it forward it's like 1989 and Georgie's six I was I was six 1989 I'm like holy fuck that could have been me (laughs) you still managed to hold it exactly it's still like holy shit it's still like in my brain plus like that's the best uh, in my mind the best example of uh, Pennywise period like in either adaptation like that is like the best take on pennywise to me okay um, okay my favorite line in the whole movie is uh when uh they're all going in the apartment and like they leave richie to like to like stand watch it's like what do i do if he shows up it's like just talk to him it's like that's what you always do it's like <laughs> it is a gift <laughs> yeah that, that i laughed really hard in the movie when he that's, said that's, that that's when she was like literally that's, like, that's when shelby's like it's fucking you and i'm just like yeah. that's fair <laughs> um i have so many things to say about that kid uh all right my favorite moment of the remake was without a goddamn doubt when ben and beverly first meet outside oh my god (laughs) a i'm not gonna say anything inappropriate because the actress is only 15 but (laughs) she catches your attention b Ben is, whoever that actor is, is the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. He's just adorable, 
like you you've already said it like three times a surprisingly amazing actor i mean there's moments where you see flaws in all of their performances but besides maybe beverly but uh he he was so charming. The new kids references were awesome. So the, good. The only problem is, is also I was listening to new kids at that point when I was like five or six years yeah. old. So like I remember all that shit, and now I'm it's been stuck in my head ever since. And that really bothers me. Oh, but go ahead. It was so cool that like that because that is something that you either were part of like the super popular crowd and you loved, or you were part of like the nerds that didn't want it to be known that you were listening to it. Kind of like Backstreet Boys in the early 2000s, kind of like One Direction uh, in the current, well, not current anymore, but like the 2010s. So like her acknowledging that he's being a super dweeb for listening to new kids, but then playing it off really cool. Him showing his infatuation with her, but not over the top. Like the old one showed him with like fucking hearts in his eyes, like a cartoon character fluttering away. (laughs) This one did that way better. Um, and they have some really playful banter and he plays it off as like a nervous cute kid. He's dropping shit and he can't get his headphones on. He just ends up dragging him cause he's so distracted by the fact that he just talked to a cute girl. Um, like that was, that's my favorite scene of the remake. I thought it was great. And if I'm not, if I want to go with something Pennywise related, uh, probably, oh shit, there's, uh, he's just so cool. Um, Probably my favorite Pennywise moment would be uh, the part with Mike, actually, with the hands coming out of the door. Because that's not, that that's back, so that's what scares me more in movies, is the not knowing exactly what's there. Which, obviously, at this point, they've already showed you Pennywise like four times, straight up. But they show him behind those curtains, and it's really, really fucking ominous. That mm-hmm. That's what I like. I prefer that kind of uh, fear, so... That would be my favorite moment if I'm talking Pennywise. So, next question. We could talk forever about the flaws of the original, so we're not going to do that. What were the worst moments or the flaws to the remake? Because it did have some, in my opinion. I don't know about you. Literally, my only real problem with it is actually, it's like most of my, my, always my problems are usually filmic problems. Um, Minus the part I already said before about like basically Mike's part being given to Ben. Um, Yep. yep. Which actually does make more sense. if If you're trying to streamline the plot, the kid hanging out in the library is going to be like the kid who knows. Like that makes more sense. So like, I'm just like, it still just takes away Mike's part, which is upsetting. But there you go. Yeah. Um, but um, but no. Um, the only thing I really have a problem with, like on a filmic level, is it like, and I've actually talked about this before because I don't know how they could have done it differently. Because this whole thing is like, um, it gets a little kind of like Joey towards the last, like the last act of it okay. because. You don't really, and the thing is, the same. I don't know. I don't think you can fix it because the whole thing is basically like, if you cut, if you basically like slash and burn shit to keep it tight and keep the horror going, you lose a lot of really important character shit. The the story is half horror, half uh, like exactly. Youth, it's, it's basically uh, bonding. It's literally it's basically Stand by Me with a monster. Yep. Um. No, it's not so, barely even with a monster. I mean, Stand by Me even had the fucking. I mean, it was more Henry Bowers like. Uh, related sort of subject. But, I mean, you still have the jackass trying to kill him, and you have yeah. the thing they're searching for. So it's basically just a scary stand-by-me. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's the thing. Is like, but if you So you can't really lose the character stuff without losing a lot of character stuff like that to pays off later on. Yep. But you can't uh, keep the horror as hardcore with that shit in it. So it's like they kind of end up in a Catch-22 situation mm-hmm. where there's like little bits of it where I'm like, I can feel myself kind of like, it's like you're like pedal to the metal, and then just like, and then just like pedals like I'm like I was like I there's a part of me as a horror nerd that wants me to just like fucking 
just pedal to the metal, motherfucker. Like, don't fucking slow down. Yeah. And the film geek in me is like, no, you can't. If you don't, if you don't slow down, then what? Then you just defeat the purpose of doing this in the first fucking place. Of course. So that's really my only problem with it, and that's really just the very end. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got a dozen. So let's start at the beginning. <laughs> A, and this I'll, is I'll a, be playing Sonic Mania. And you just, you just <laughs> no, 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 no. You, I need your help because you'll either justify why I feel that way or counteract and change my mind. I am not someone who refuses to give up on a stance unless we're talking Con Air. But other than that, so you were supposed to giggle at that, Patrick. You always <laughs> giggle at that. Okay, so number one, the I didn't feel... And this is a, a comparison less than a flaw, because for the movie it was perfect, but for what I wanted from the story, I didn't feel Beverly's connection with everyone as strongly in this. Like, in this one, I just felt like she had, in a similar aspect to Ben towards her, she just had fluttery eyes towards Bill, yes. is, is all I felt. That's, Whereas I, that's in the book, too, though. <laughs> I know, but like my favorite, like one of my favorite things about the original is... Um, like, A, when they're joking around and she kisses Eddie on the... Or she kisses um, Richie on the cheek... And Eddie goes, oh, where, where's you? Were, you guys were on a date. She says something about it being our first date. She's like, oh, it was everyone's first date. And she kisses Eddie on the cheek, and he's like yeah. shy and shit. Like as far as storytelling goes, they are all super close. They all admire her. They did it really funny when she's laying on the rocks and they're like staring at her. <coughs> yeah, but that whole thing is like there's a part in the book that I'm really glad wasn't in the movie. Yeah, really is it in part two? Yeah, because uh, that was kind of that's almost like that's kind of as close as like that in the in the main series. Let's leave, let's leave it like that. That, that if you want to do that, like that's fine. Because like the scene in the book, I'm like, this is really this is bothering me a lot. Yeah, like, she bangs like, I mean, them all. A twelve year old girl it, bangs them all. They make it work in context. Like Stephen King makes it work in context. Like it's kind of like it's it's more of a metaphor of like them bonding. Exactly. But it's still it's like well, so so that's that's I, exactly I don't need it. To think about her getting a train run on her by yeah. like all these so, kids. So that's exactly <laughs> it. The orgy scene is over the top, but he had a point, and I read a bunch of articles like defending it uh, as far as the book not being in a film adaptation <laughs> um you can't show that in the movies uh but that is the whole point she's she's kind of the center point like bill's obviously got the drive because of georgie ben is and ben and mike to a degree are like the outcasts have a reason to fight with their friends and then eddie's the nerd and then you got the funny guy and scott's a douche and um that may have been rough but you know what i'm saying so in the in the remake i didn't I didn't. Fe- I obviously felt the friendship. I liked how they were as a group, but I didn't feel her being the center of it like it was. She was the, the 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 grounding wire, so to speak. Like she kept them all in place, and she was the reason, in my ideal, like in my thought process of why they all wanted to constantly be around each other and be friends. Like I don't know. It's just no. It so, is, for example, so for Bill, example, Bill is the one they. they, 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 they see, he's the glue. That see, group. for me, he's he's the motivation. He's the drive. He's the inspiration. But he's not the glue to me. Like they're all constantly. Oh, trust me. Like, I know. Book, I know. I haven't read the book. I'm only like, going off of what I get to interpret. So fine. that's what I want to see from that. And to make an analogy, it's kind of like um, Justin, Kevin, Cardinal, me, and you. Like mm-hmm. without you. I probably wouldn't talk to them other two. Not because I don't like them. That's not what I'm saying. But because, I mean, shit, you're the 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 middle point. It's like me with a couple of, like, uh, Tim, Bill, Chelsea, and them up there. Like, without me constantly trying to wrangle it up, it wouldn't have happened. So that's what Beverly was to me. So I didn't like that. Next flaw. And this one is a personal flaw, not a movie flaw. Way overuse of CGI. That's just me. I don't. 
I did, think that they like they did their they did the best they could to like do both because it could have been worse. Like the other thing is like oh my there gosh, was parts yeah. of it that I don't even know how they did the effects. Yeah. Like uh like when Pennywise um like right when they're about to kill him like when he goes like and his like everything starts springing out of him like deep, oh, kind of, like the that bucking, was awesome like, almost with like a spider. Um, oh yeah, he gets the claw arms me, and shit. Yeah, that to me I was like I don't even see the scenes like yeah. It's literally like usually I can tell you exactly how they did any effect. Like it's like that one. I'm like, honestly, I'm sure that that was mostly CGI, but they've done a spectacular job of hiding the seams. Okay. Where I'm like, I so, don't know how you did that. Like I don't CGI know how you that I that. liked that part. Cool. The floating. Cool. Most of the monster attacks. Cool. Um, the parts that I didn't like. Well, a, most of the monsters weren't CGI. Like, there was actors, like the leper and, like, the mummy and all that Yeah, shit. they had effects on them, I mean, or at least... Oh, yeah, because, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, to enhance. But, yeah, yeah, to enhance. So that's what I'm talking about. You don't always need enhancements. So, for example... No, let me, let thing, me no, say it, let me say okay, it. Yeah, you got, you got points, I know. So, a couple of reasons. One, not enhancement. I thought the teeth-mouth thing was overdone. Like, I preferred the original's aspect of just, like the cat eyes with 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 fangs like i preferred that i get why they did it but that's a me thing b the scene where he's standing against the house and eddie's on the ground and the the balloons are in front of his head and it's the big pyramid they pop you they did like a um like i'm serious when you watch it again seriously focus on pennywise they did a um i know when you but i'm telling you twice i know and your memory is amazing but just seriously like dig into it when those balloons all pop and he's just standing there, they did an Alice in Wonderland, like, too big of a head thing to his body, and it's kind of vibrating, which does add to the uncertainty effect. I, I don't know if they were going for that, but it does add to it that you can't, really, like, grasp what your eyes are looking at. But it looks... I would have preferred, because they did a bunch of scenes of just Skarsgård in the suit, I would have preferred just him in the suit. You don't need to do this kind of, like, glow around him with his head being bigger and all this. Didn't like it. Uh, next one... I think the dancing scene where Beverly, where where, where the, the when she's down in his lair and that that could have been done without any CGI. That could have been done amazingly without any CGI. But instead, it's way too poppy. It's way too animated, and I didn't like that there. Wait, what's your problem? I don't know. When what he's doing, I, I don't like. So you go from this really ominous sewer, realistic, concrete, everything, fucking disgustingness. The door opens up, and it's just. It's like in scenes when people see God, like it's overly colorful. The animations are too smooth. Like it's, it's, they don't add enough um, texture to it. And I didn't, you can see the depth of him dancing versus the fucking CGI walls. I didn't like that. Well, fair enough. But I mean, at the same time, like it's, the whole thing with Pennywise has always been, like they even describe, and I think the, I think they do it in the movie, in the miniseries too, but they definitely describe it in the book, where it's like, you can only see what your brain is capable of seeing. Yes, like yeah, it, that's he why he's a spider. Off of your vision, because, not. Well, not even just that. It's just like you, you literally can't fathom it. Like, it's yes. like you, your your brain will create whatever it needs to for that. So it's like yeah. so that kind of shit did bother me. I'm just like, that's yeah. I mean, could you have done it practically? Probably, but like, would it have worked as well? I don't know. I mean, like, it's supposed to be off-putting, and CGI. Oh yeah, is off-putting. So like, to me, that's the whole thing. Is it like? I don't know. That's. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't disagree, but like my thing kind of goes to James Gunn, where he was like talking about like on the uh, Guardians Two commentary, where he's like people like being like fuck CGI, like, only practical, and he's like to me it's the same thing as people being like fuck practical, only CGI. Mm-hmm. He's like no, 
what you want is the best of both. Like you're just like, when I can use practical, cool. Mm -hmm. But if I made a practical rocket raccoon, it would not look nearly as good as what I have. It'd be Howard the Duck all over again. (laughs) Um, No, and you're totally right. But that's, they, I thought for the most part, they were doing a good job of splitting it. But there was moments where I'm like, you went too heavy in the CGI realm. Like you said, the fucking an- the transformation scene was absurd. Like when he freaking pops Georgie in the head and then he starts transforming out and then all of a sudden they all start fighting. Or when Bev spears him through the head and his face kind of starts to morph and stuff. Like, yeah, they definitely had great moments. But there was also times where I was like, "You're nope, nope. Maybe, maybe that was my fault for not paying attention enough. Maybe it was their fault for not saying it enough. If they had hammered it home a little bit that each person has a different... They did say it, I'm not going to deny that, but they really only glanced over it. If they had done it harder about the fact that you can't understand what you're seeing, then maybe I'd have been sold harder. So, Well, um, also there's a 20-minute longer version coming into Blu-ray and DVD. So, uh, Last uh, flaw I will say, which isn't so much a flaw as it is a why, um, is going to lead into the next question. So I'll ask the next question first. Based on descriptions in the book and how you perceive the person as the character not acting skill who was the better cast which ones looked more accurate um what's the thing though that's hard because like i because you saw them all yeah it's impossible you saw the movie first so that's probably what you saw when you're reading it and you watched the miniseries midway so then you got your vision kind of twisted i watched the miniseries at the end but i saw it years ago so like it's still kind of somewhere in my brain so just Um, and you can pick and choose you don't have to go overall but who was the better cast i mean just from like a look standpoint, I mean, again, I would probably go the new one just by virtue of the fact that like they all seemed like real kids, whereas like the uh, original, the miniseries, mm-hmm. like I like the cast and everything; like they're fine, but it's like they're clearly like basically just a cobbled together like group of like child actors that were like whatever at the time like yeah. Seth Green, Jonathan Brandis who's yeah. now dead, rest in peace uh, Bridget from Tinder Snaps uh, Emily Perkins um, like whatever <laughs> so it's like and this one I'm like since I've never seen any of them before it's like they are, that is Bill, that is Bev that is like it's like the only one I've obviously seen before is Richie is yeah. my, on Stranger Things but like even that they managed to kind of push out of my brain to a large extent where I was just like, oh, that's Richie Tozer. Like, it never, like, yeah. did The only one I would actually say is, like, a little bit closer to how I picture is I picture Seth Green looking a little bit more like Richie Tozer than yeah. Finn Wolfhard. But at the same time, like, that one can go either way. Yeah. I am a little bit split. Um, the, the main problem I have with the new cast is uh, I felt like the ages were more different than the yes. original they, well <laughs> this one like, they're all basically the same age whereas like the original they were just like whatever random fucking child stars yeah, are but doing like, well. so for example <laughs> in the new one ben seemed way younger than the rest of them the new one like ben didn't fit in for me at well i loved the character obviously i was talking about that earlier i loved the actor and i thought he played it amazingly he did not look like he could and the same thing goes for beverly he looked too young beverly looked too old for me i mean that's just I don't... me that's just me because they already, they, I mean, because that's the thing is, like, they always kind of um, touched on in the book. At least, I don't know if it was ever, ever outright said, or it was kind of implied, or at least the implication I took it was, like, my inference. Mm-hmm. But, like, I always took to, like, uh, Bill and Bev would have been, like, the most, like, those are the most mature. Like, those would be the ones that I would definitely would be, like, 
yeah, they're going to be taller. They're going to be like whatever. Yeah. Like they're the ones that you're kind of subconsciously going to be like, those are clearly the leaders. Like they're yeah. they're the mom and dad. Like whatever. The, so. the other thing I had versus that is in favor of the originals actually. So so far I like the new one probably a little bit more. But in the favor of the original was. And, and you said it as a slight, but I think it was great, is how you said they just kind of picked people. It felt like a real Losers Club. No one had anything in common. It felt so... Oh, no! So, well, like, for fine. example... Yeah, for but example... Like, I recognize them all from other things, yeah. where I'm like, Jonathan Brandis from, like... Okay, Sequest yes, but, like, but take that out of it. Take, take, take that like, out of it, though. Like, in the original, you got blonde hair, blue eyes, main guy, cool. You've got average looking girl no offense towards her filling the role you've got fat kid who's got the flat top you've got redhead with glasses you've got black guy like it was very whereas this new one was like white people with black hair and a black guy moving on let's go like i don't know it just felt less diverse is a bad word because either way it's just white people with one black guy but it felt like a more ragtag bunch in the original um which leads me into my flaw and this isn't a flaw but i'm using it in the flaw category I, I feel like, and don't attack me, Patrick, you gotta ask questions and understand me, alright? I know how you are. I feel like they went, hey, everyone knows Stranger Things, kid. Here you go. Every line, every major defining moment, everything that could be, oh, wittiness, here you go. Oh my Whoa. god, he's gonna do something cool. Let's make the Stranger Kids thing. Oh my god. Like, it was over the top how far they shoved him in my fucking face. <laughs> well, no, because the whole thing is like in the book. That's like they—they they actually didn't touch on it explicitly in the miniseries or the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they, like the whole beep beep Richie. Yeah, is oh, them telling that Richie was the to other thing. Up. Yeah, they only said it once, and Pennywise was the one who said it. Well, like, like, yeah, it, it's just meant to be like like a taunt. Like it's not it's, like it's a whereas, joke. Like Pennywise, it's, yeah. it's 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 Richie. You're going too far. Your joke's going on too long, or someone else needs to talk. It's beep yeah, beep Richie. Just saying, shut up. Yeah, and no but one beep beeped like, him. They didn't want to beep beep the kid. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Is like so to me, like Richie never shutting up. I don't think it's a Finn Wolfhard thing. I think it's just a matter of they were like, that's oh the character. no no, I'm not blaming him at all. He was fucking perfect. I'm blaming the writers. Going hey no, how, how about this? How about this? No, no. How you know what that defining moment in the fucking in the the rocks where he screams rock fight? Sure, that seems like something that Carol could do. Gets the last word at the end. Sure, that makes sense too. Oh, also, he's the one who is the fucking. Oh, uh, you called me down here. You're wrong. You're gonna die today. Oh, I guess I gotta kill this clown. Yeah, let's give him that <laughs> line too. They gave him everything. Well, but everything. The thing, though, is he really, to a large extent, should though. But that's the whole thing. Is like. As I said in the book, A, he never shuts up, and B, he eventually makes his living. Like, um, Talking, in the book, yeah. he's a fucking DJ, and then the uh, uh, miniseries, he's like, I guess he's like a stand up or like a, yeah, say, he's like a, a Jay Leno, Leno yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, basically, he makes his living, like, being clever. So, like, to me, it makes perfect sense. So, he'd be like so, the one yeah, that's like. To be clever, but not be the fucking hero. Well, that's he's not the hero, though. Like, that's Dude, the only thing is like. They gave him the strongest lines in every major well, that, defining I, moment. That's the same. You can make the argument of like Randall in fucking Clerks. I mean, like, because he got all the good lines. Because Kevin Smith was funny. I'm playing him, but like, yeah, but that one didn't have a base of like those were the two main characters. This has seven people, arguably, like you said, the two maturest, the the outsider. Like you have all these roles. He's the comic. He's the comic relief. That is his point. You don't give him the tough guy roles. It doesn't work for me. I don't think he's tough though. I don't feel like he's ever tough. I feel like the only time he's even like. It's it's not even that like 
he's being tough in the end. It's him le- le- like leading Pennywise into a false sense of security. Also, it's like um, I think I once. Oh said, my god! Uh, I can't believe I didn't say this. Sorry, you finish and I'll come back. One thing I heard about uh, Joss Whedon, where he was like talking about like um, like the way he does characters, where it's like certain characters like Jane on Firefly or like um, like Spike on Buffy, like whatever. Where it's like when you've got that character, like when that character is on board, you know everybody else is because that's the one that's like you're just like he's not the guy who's gonna like run headfirst into whatever so like if he's running headfirst into battle you know everybody's behind him so like, that's the whole thing is like so like when he does like the whole thing where he's just like you punched me in the face <laughs> yeah. you know you're out running shitty water and now i have to kill this fucking clown it's like it's not him being like a hero it's him basically like getting close enough to pennywise that he can fucking start shit and then everybody, he knows everybody else is behind him and they're going to fucking go on. It's like, he's not, he's just like, oh yeah, no, totally. If nobody else is here, I'm totally going to fucking save yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bill. Like, he's just smart enough to be like, if I can basically get in there, yeah. if I can like basically lure him in, then I got this motherfucker. And he does. And that's, that's what All I right. like. Is that he just like, that, I like that that was really well done. They did, they did it partially in the original so i guess i'm I'm understanding what you're saying i'm coming to your side a little bit better because they did it a little in the original like after the rock fight where he says i'll kill you all and then richie just goes get some new material bud like they they did it in a different way i guess it was more cheeky back then but um i don't know i guess i'm in the, I'm, i guess i'm on the fence now but at, at, immediately after watching it i was like okay so the only person i recognized had all the lines that i remember walking out that's fucked up like that but that was walking out i i totally get what you're saying um, what did you say midway when I started going? Oh, why haven't I said that yet? Shit! It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh... Fuck. Oh, the thing that's funny is I did actually like I, was, I saw a picture from the Emmys and I posted it on Facebook because I was like I really hope they don't need the the because like, I guess the whole thing was basically like the whole reason they structured this differently because the miniseries and the book are both structured where it's just like which is really jarring at first before you get it where it's basically like um like old it's like basically like old kids young kids old kids like whatever but like. So like it, just, it just jumps back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Uh-huh. Whereas I, this I one is basically that. like, well, I was thinking like this one, they basically do, because like, clearly they were just like, well, we'll see how this does. Yeah. And then if it does, like, so that's like, but then they actually, like, it's funny. It's like, actually, I, I saw an interview with uh, Andy Muschietti, um with uh, Quint from Andy Cool News. Oh, I Where remember. he's like, oh, okay. they're like, he's like, uh, did you, did you shoot anything with the kids for like uh, like the flashbacks for the next movie? He's like, no, we're just hoping they don't age. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, and but they did. It's I prefer the way the the um, original did it, and I'm sure I'll love the way the book does it when I read it. I like it's the, the same, it's the same structure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I prefer, like that structure, I, I but it like, makes sense for the movie to do it this way. It makes more sense to do it this way, so that way you're not watching a movie you're not watching half of two movies this way because they obviously couldn't yeah, do it exactly. all in one so i like yeah. it this way but i remembered the point i was gonna make one apparently that kid on the set of stranger things 2 couldn't stop saying the f word which is hilarious <laughs> um that i just saw that on my facebook feed uh like a few hours ago and b uh worst flaw of the remake this is my worst flaw and and there's reason for it and i understand that they could not have used the oh my god, you distracted me, fucking cheeky bullshit, another time without me throwing something at the TV screen. <laughs> Listen, 
the fifth time you hear someone's voice and see someone's face that's kind of off, don't fucking go to it, okay? <laughs> yes, it made sense the first two times. You're kids, you're impressionable, you're searching for something. I get it. The seventh time, it is no longer a good plot device. Stop doing it. Well, that was like you were saying, like, but in fairness, like, like the whole thing, like your favorite part of the miniseries was like basically Pennywise fucking with them. So like, you can't be like, well, I don't like it when they do it like this. Like they like, did it if so you do it, many like, times, like four times. Fuck you. Like no, dude. Like if you like it, you like it. Like don't don't be like the, don't be like the, fucking pussy about no, it. No, no. The original no. had the. Had, the original had the benefit of splitting it up and changing momentum at any point in time because it was telling two stories. This one does not have that handicap. This one cannot keep force feeding me the fact that kids are gullible enough to constantly get distracted. I don't buy it. It did it fine. I, I'm not saying it alters the quality of the movie at all. It's Every time they did it, it nope. was to great effect. I just kept going, why? So that's neither here nor there. Okay. Last question. Uh technically not the last question and we've already touched on it a thousand times who is the better pennywise for you i prefer bill skarsgård okay that's fair like that's i fair. i really like tim curry and tim curry definitely fucked me up as a child but like watching them now i'm like tim curry like as an adult never scares me like as an adult, Bill Skarsgård gets under my fucking skin. <laughs> like, yeah, he just like he's just like he's just constantly. It's almost like the Joker. Like I think I said a million times with the Joker of like he should be terrifying but also hilarious. Like I don't think uh, Tim Curry like got the balance as well as Alan Sk- or uh, Bill Skarsgård did because Bill Bill Skarsgård is like, at any given moment you're just like. Oh god, it's gonna be like bad Pennywise or like fucking eat you Pennywise. You don't fucking know. Like yeah. it just like, and that's like it's just, you never you're never secure. Whereas like most of Tim Curry stuff is the clown stuff. Yes, like the funny stuff. And they not overdo the clown shit. stuff, which yeah. So which is why I like him slightly more. Fucking Bill Skarsgård's uh, Pennywise terrifies me on a fear level it terrifies me on a oh my god i'm gonna die at any moment it terrifies me to the effect that sharks still terrify me to this day tim curry's version makes me never stop thinking though so like with skarsgård i feel like a slasher movie i feel like i'm gonna turn the corner and die instantly whereas with tim curry i feel like the corner is gonna be turned on me and that scares me in a different way, and I, 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 it appeals to me slightly more. Like, so for example, and I, and maybe after the second one, I'll change my mind, because Skarsgård plays to a kid's fear better, in my opinion, and Tim Curry's plays to an adult's fear better. So far, so Skarsgård could change it. I could completely flip the script in two years when the next one hopefully comes out. But so for example, the scene when uh, Richie goes to the library to see Mike and Pennywise. Yeah, uh, with the like the yeah, 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 with the woo eyes sitting up, he's swinging his feet like that kind of shit is a different type of of scariness that I prefer. And if Scarzard can emulate that in the second it, I'm sold, and I will be done saying that I like Tim Curry more. But as of right now, because of what I've got, I like Tim Curry's more. So, all things considered, which of the three is your favorite it? Last question. Uh, wait, like you mean like the book, the movie, yeah. and the miniseries? Yeah. The book. Yeah. The book's your favorite of all three, okay? Yeah, I mean, I, I do really like the movie, but like the book has a lot of shit that you just can't. Because the, the, the problem is, 
it, it's like the, the the case of any like it's like I the thing I always knew about like Dark, Dark Tower if it actually even been made well was I was just like I know that you have to leave shit on the fucking like yeah. you need to cut shit out because it's fucking massive yeah and so it's like uh, that's why I always thought it was funny when people bitched about like Lord of the Rings I'm just like dude they're putting in as much as they possibly fucking can they and put they, in a like, lot they, too yeah I was like. And like people were like fucking Harry Potter, where people were just like... Well, so that's why I asked the question, because Harry Potter is my favorite book series. Maybe not necessarily my favorite. We talked about this last time. But my favorite series. But there is certain movies I like more than the books, so I didn't mm. know if maybe it had gotten you on that flip, but... No, I mean, as a whole, like, I... The movie's close, but, like, it's not... To me, like, the book is still... It gives me things that I, I can't get from the movie... Yeah. So it's like in the end, like, but it's like obviously, like, since that was such a fucking like, I had to like power through, like, I would probably, I'd probably rather continue watching the movie for the rest of my natural life <laughs> than like, just like I'm gonna get break out this thousand page book again. Like, oh my god! I heard that it's like they literally give you sixty pages just on the phone calls, and like maybe, and it's just crazy. So. Dude, but, I I am I powered through it so hard that I couldn't tell you. Like it was just like it was trying to get it into my brain as fast as possible. Oh, last so. actually, I got one more question that I didn't put in there. Uh, two more questions, technically about one more character. So Henry Bowers dying at the end of the remake. How are they going to bring him back for part? I two? don't know if they killed him though. How do you know they killed him? Well, so the only way I can think of it in my head is like a, how did that not kill him? But b, if it didn't, if it did. You could always use Pennywise coming back as Henry. I mean, you could just have Pennywise or, emulate or, a girl. Or, or um, the thing that they didn't do in the miniseries, and actually I don't think they actually did, they didn't lean into it as hard as I thought they should have in the book. Actually, the thing is, I was like, if I wrote the second It movie, mm. there's some fucking changes that I would make. to Because like, the book, I'm like, it's very good, but there's some things that you didn't do properly. And I like Stephen King. I hate to tell you that you didn't write your story properly. But like... <laughs> um, because basically Beverly's husband is horribly abusive. Yep. And basically um, goes to Derry, goes after her. But then from there, like, nothing really happens. Like, his story just kind of peters out. Okay. And I was like, my whole thing was, I was like, I thought that basically he should have been, like, kind of either, like, another uh, Henry. Like, basically, if you wanted to do in the movie, if Hen- if Henry is that, I would make him the new, like, okay, older yeah. Henry. That make That's a good point. Or I was like, basically make it like Agents of Pennywise and do like older Henry, uh, Tom, and I would make uh, Bill's wife evil just because oh. her part in the book is really even Stephen or even Tommy Lee Wallace, who uh, directed the uh, remake, had said because he read I guess he read the book after he did the movie because he just wanted to like work with the script, and um, he was like, even I find it weird that Audra starts as I'm gonna go rescue Bill and becomes the damsel in distress. He's like, even I think that's fucked up. Yeah. He's like, I was just following something that was laid out before me. And I'm just like, see, what I would do is make her evil, make Tom evil, and I if if possible keep Henry and basically make like the agents of Pennywise. Okay. Yeah, that would be basically Yeah. And also because like one of the actually like one of the like the scariest parts of the book to me is like older Henry going after older Eddie at one point. Um, although to me, the, the, the creepiest part of the book has nothing to do with Pennywise. They do like a whole, uh, not like a whole chapter, but like a really big chunk of it where um, they 
give you the history of Patrick Hockstetter, which disturbed me on a level I don't even have words for. Like, I was sitting out here reading it, and I told Justin, I'm like, this is the most fucked, like, this actually makes me uncomfortable. I was like, I know this is a book, I know this is fiction, but this is actually bothering me right now. Like, this is actually, like, upsetting me, like, on a certain level. Like, because he's, he's, a, he's a legitimate uh, sociopath on the verge of full psychopath. Okay. Like, he, he murders his own baby brother. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, and it fucked me up. Like, it fucked me up hard. Um, so, like, I would like to, like, use a lot of other... Because the, the, the one thing that I will, that, that I will miss... Actually, I guess I did miss, because they didn't have it, obviously, was... um. They didn't have the miniseries either. Um, at one point, Pennywise turns into Frankenstein's monster. What? And, uh, awesome. And basically, he kills uh, Henry's crew. Like, he rips off... Um, he rips the face off of uh, Belch, and, like, rips the head off the other one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was like, that's the one thing I'm going to miss, because I was just like, I don't know how you would have put that in there, but it's it would have been fantastic. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. And also, I mean, at the same time, like, his... Uh, they never showed anything. They really never resolved what happened with his friends. So I guess that's also an option. If Henry is dead, because they never really they didn't resolve that. They just besides kinda the like, one that died. Well, yeah, like Hoxtetter. But as I'm saying, like they didn't resolve yeah. uh, Belcher, the other one. Yeah. Uh, because like they have like, the last scene with them is like when right before Henry kills his dad. So like, um, so yeah, so like, you always do that too if you really want to keep Henry oh, dead. Did Henry kill his dad in the book? Yes. Okay, that's awesome. They didn't show that in the uh, original. Yeah. Um, and who did you like better for Henry? Did you like the new oh, Henry? Oh, I better? much prefer the new Henry. Like, the yeah. new Henry feels like a legitimate... Like, I knew those kids. Like, those kids scared yeah. the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, the original one just seems like a jackass. The new one yeah. seems like a fucking murderer. I, yeah, I, I knew those kids growing up. Like, those, those are the kids who, like, I literally, I would stay away from. Yeah. Like, I'm not terribly easy to scare yeah but like i always like there were certain kids i grew up with who like had that kind of background and i was genuinely concerned that, like they would fucking kill me yeah so like so like that 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 felt real like that yeah. felt legit so, yeah that yeah. was that was and it, like even the friends like being slightly terrified when he would take it too far and shit I, it was excellent so all right so that is our top to bottom full depth analysis of it i had some problems patrick didn't and uh, now we're gonna play our games, all right. And I, I, Jeff said he expects uh, the uh, the triple H uh, bit. Triple you, H you theme, every time. But now. I am not going to do it every time because fuck you. No. Listen, my dream is still for this to get popular enough that we get listens, and we do not own the rights to that song, and I am not putting it in here. Okay, but the worst case scenario is a list, like I can actually tell you now because they've been you basically can now watch it happening in real time on being the elite where basically the young bucks keep getting shit thrown at them they can't do anymore all you get is a cease and desist like true true because i was like i still love they somehow made the young bucks stop saying suck it i was like how can you trademark suck it like i can tell you suck it it doesn't mean like fucking i'm talking about tx necessarily like yeah yeah that is a little all right fine fucking that's more editing work cue the music Time to play the game Time to play the game <laughs> It's all about the game 
Alright, so let's play Who's Who, and as you can imagine when we do these sort of specialized episodes, it's all fucking Stephen King. It's all it. So, who's who, Patrick? Pennywise or Henry Bowers? Uh, I guess of the two of us, you're more Pennywise and I'm more Henry Bowers. <laughs> I was, I was, I was thinking that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, not to, I mean, you can't I'd really. Rather be Pennywise. Well, but... no, of course, but I mean, like when it comes to um, temper is where I give you Henry and me Pennywise. <laughs> My version of temper is to fuck with you as, uh, and try to distract you in some way, whereas your version of temper is I'm just gonna hit you with whatever's in my hands. Can I find something <laughs> to hit you with? Oh shit! Check this out. I'm hitting you with this. So that's why. I'd probably go me Pennywise, you Henry Bowers. Mm-hmm. Um, or if we were going to split the Pennywises, you're definitely the new Pennywise and I'm the old Pennywise. If, if we wanted to do that as well. Oh, so. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we don't need to worry about that. Okay, who's who? Bill and Ben. Uh, who, who, I'm who? definitely Bill and you're definitely Ben. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> if Which version of Bill would you rather be? The new one, I'm guessing? Yes. Yeah, I'd rather be the new Ben too. He was adorable. Uh, and the old Ben, the old Ben, they didn't give enough, um, which they, I guess they didn't do it to the new one. That I wanted more of like a backbone from him, but I haven't read the book, so I got nothing to stay, say there. Um, like in the, in the new one, he was almost forgotten aside from the library thing. I felt like, uh, in the sewers and all that stuff, they never really gave him a defining moment or in the house. Um, I feel like he definitely got like, like he's basically the one that starts the rock fight in a lot of ways. No, no. Like, okay. So yeah. As soon as the- they talk to you about Beverly, like. Okay, yes, he gets pissed to defend a girl. I'm not denying that. But versus the clown, they never really gave him too much strength um, in either one, but that's fine. Um, Yeah, I'll totally be Ben. And I also, and we're we're both guilty of this, but I do it on a much more innocent level. I fall for, or I used to fall for basically any girl that looked at me. (laughs) I, I was just ready to love. So I'll take Ben in that respect. Not take Ben. He's a kid. That's weird. Don't. Don't make this a thing like that, all right? With apparently a giant dong. Because that's the thing is, like, that, I don't know why Stephen King felt I need to know that. But yeah, but he put it in there? Oh, yeah. Like, when he, like, they basically, because they, they, they don't give you a ton of description during the gangbang. Okay. But, like, they uh, give me a lot of that. Like, they they, do, they like, do tell you that the only two she orgasms from is Bill and Ben. They do lay that, that out shit. there. And that Bill or Ben has a giant penis. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta let him know. You just gotta let him know. The kid's gotta have something. All yeah, right? apparently. <laughs> uh, which, just to say, that's not a defining characteristic of what makes a man a man. I'm just, let's put that out on Front Street, all right? Neither of us has too much room to talk. Let's just make sure that people know. I'm simply average. I freely admit I'm that. happy with it. Yeah, I'm happy it's... with it. I fly that flag. Not on it because it's not big enough to hold a standard it's flag. It's really not. No. But, not even a, not even a very small, not only one of those miniature flags. <laughs> not even one of those little wooden flags you put on their desk. But, uh, nope. Okay, so <laughs> last one, and this one be a little more creative. Any character from the movie It, who's who? Um, I mean, if you want to take Bill instantly, fine, but that's not who I would say you are, so I want to let you go. Any character who's who. I'm Richie Tozer. <laughs> like, really, if we're being honest. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't really necessarily want to be Richie Tozer, but that's what I am. <laughs> like, the the I think you're a nice mix between Henry Bowers and Richie Tozer. You definitely use your humor and nonstop uh, talking abilities, but you also he's he's too kind-hearted. That's where I would get a little like. So, for example, first thing that popped into my head uh, was Mike for you, actually. 
Uh, oh no! I, mean, I definitely I understand that character on a very base level. But yeah, like, I'm just saying, outsider like, willing to fight for your friends, rather yeah. stoic when necessary. I, I gave you Mike, yeah. but I, I I mean the new version of Richie. Yeah, totally get that. Totally, oh, totally. get that. <laughs> um, uh, or if I was to give you anyone else, no, no, that's it. Mike is mine, and yours is Richie. Okay, so then who am I? Uh, who would you be? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're kind of the fucking miniseries, Richie. Uh, yeah, no, that's okay. That's cool that you, I was thinking that, but pick something else. Um, we can't but also I think the new ones. I mean, no, it can be new or old. We just both can't be Richie oh, okay. right now. Okay. <laughs> so that's all. We just both can't be Richie. We're just alternate Richies. Yeah. Um. Wait, fuck. Did I do this backwards? Do we always do who's who's first? I'm so yes, lost. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Good. I was like, wait a minute. Got it. Sorry. Continue. Um. I mean, I definitely would also say the bedding thing is still accurate because it's like. Yeah. He's 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 the most like sweethearted, even though like you, again, I've only seen you actually angry once, and that's why I was just like I don't even remember I what profusely it was. Profusely apologized. Sure. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get angry that much, so I will take the Ben thing. The one thing I would fight the Ben thing on is that I'm not. Uh, You're a what? little bit Stan too, a little bit. Okay, but the okay. Oh, the, oh you know what we never did what. We never did the fucking Dreamcast for the next one. Dreamcast. Like the Dreamcast of the like the next Oh no no no. No no. Yeah, um sorry. That oh, at that's, the end. Oh, yep, okay, never mind. Yep, yep, because I uh, I'll explain. Um Okay. I was like Dreamcast. I love this Sega Dreamcast. Um <laughs> the only thing I'd fight on those two characters and I had this happen in high school. I am not a fighter, but I will not run from anyone. Like I would rather get punched in the face and go down than throw a punch, but I'm not walking away from you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm definitely not gonna fight you, but if you if it comforts you to hit me, sure, do your. It's not gonna change anything. So that's the only thing I walk away from those two on, and I would probably lean more towards um, Bill in that respect. But Bill's also a little like more fucking drive than I would ever have in my life. So yeah, I'll take Ben. Ben's good. I will take older Ben though first. Okay, fair. I, I would take I would take the original Ben. So all right, now let's play. Who would win in a fight? Sort of it themed, um, but very, uh, uh, use your words, Kevin. Uh, Stephen King themed. Okay. Okay. We will knock three in a the row. The answer to all of them uh-huh. is Roland the Chain of the Dark Tower. Okay, so there's a very specific, specific. There's a very specific reason I never put him in here because the first three are all versus Pennywise. So. Number one. The but, answer? Nope, Roland nope. The chain of the I didn't put tower. him in here because I knew what you would say. Who would win the fight? Randall Flagg versus Pennywise. Oh, God. I mean, that's he's, the thing. It's he's like, like a sorcerer, which is cool, but Pennywise yes, is also but at the same time, Pennywise is like, he's almost the embodiment of evil for like the universe. Like, I mean, I guess the macroverse, but... Yeah. And he's kind of like an alien, but he's also... Not, it's hard, he's... Well, it's, it, the way I said it was interdimensional being. Okay. Because um, I thought he was an alien first, too. As I texted Justin, I'm like, is he a fucking alien? And he was just like, he's like, well, kind of. Oh, because he and read it, the book recently, like within memory? He read it, yeah. And also he, he he's read all Stephen King shit like a million times. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was just like... And then I was like reading, I'm like, okay. It's basically like, it's not even that he's an alien. Is it like... It's the same thing with, like, basically everything with, like, Pennywise and Maturin the Turtle. is basically just, like, whatever our feeble human brains can... Who's Maturin like, the Turtle? The Turtle. Turtle. Basically the anti-Pennywise. Basically, like, the force of good. 
And they actually, it's also the, the thing that ties into the Dark Tower is like um, the turtle. It, they, they, there's like a little rhyme with the, the turtle carries uh, Earth on its back, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of gives you that sense. Cause, like they even mentioned at one point, basically like uh, Pennywise says that he's et- et- eternal, um, and like Bill is like when he encounters Maturin, he's like he feels older than Pennywise, who claims he's eternal. He feels like he's always been you know he's always existed okay and so like um but yeah so um and randall flag's I, a sorcerer who can manipulate stuff too yeah but it's i'm just saying but like randall flag basically he, he's just a guy okay like pennywise it's almost like um like i mean basically the best way i can think of describe it is if you've ever seen the movie legend with tom cruise um where basically like you think darkness is uh tim curry's character is like satan until the very end when you realize that, like, darkness is just, like, an agent of Satan, but, like, Satan is, like, everywhere and everything, that's kind of my whole thing, is it's, like, it's... Randall Flagg, as much as I love Randall Flagg, he's bringing a knife to a gunfight, like... That's fair, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's he's just a guy, and Pennywise is, like, this force of true, pure evil. So, yeah. Also, interesting side note, actual answer, roll in the chain. That's not it. All right, but good side note. I really like your add-on. Okay, so that one, Pennywise. Next one, which I I, am understanding where you're going, Carrie versus Pennywise. I mean, it's the same kind of deal where it's like, yeah, she has, like, the telekinesis powers. Mm -hmm. I still don't know that that she could be Could she set him ablaze instantly and just be like, fuck you, you're dead? I don't think so, no. That's the whole thing is like... It took all of them, and they actually even mentioned at one point, um, basically the reason that Pennywise is taking them down is also because seven is a talismanic number, and, like, um, like five is still a strong number from, like, um, like the numerology standpoint, mm-hmm. but it's not as strong as seven. So that's the whole thing, is it's, like, um, so, again, it all kind of comes down to one versus, almost like the Roman Reigns part, it's, like, one versus all, yeah. where it's, like, She's still just a girl, and he is like everything. This being a pure evil, like okay. so, yeah. Pennywise takes another victim. Last versus Pennywise. Pennywise versus Kurt Barlow. I mean, that's another situation. I'm just like Kurt, Kurt Barlow. Well, like I need you to vampire. explain. That's the yeah. That's the only a, one I don't understand fully. I just saw the picture and went, "That guy looks fucked up." Put him against Pennywise. What? what Which is, actually is funny. It's not what he looks like at all in the uh, the way they describe him in Salem's Lot and the Salem's Lot. They describe him as basically looking like a classic, like, Victorian vampire. Like, blah, like, blah, the Bill of Dracula, yeah. Blood. And then I guess it was probably Toby Hooper's idea to do him as, like, Nosferatu. Yes. Blue which, again, and... it's, it, it works. Because, I mean, like, Salem's Lot fucked him up as a kid, too. But it's, like, it's, it's still, again, it's a situation where it's just, like, it's a vampire versus, like, this being a pure fucking evil okay. that you can't even wrap your head around as a mortal or probably even as an immortal like so then what what makes it that these seven people can defeat him like well how how are they able to but then these magic because they're not can. well because they, they're, they're still one it's it's seven it. versus one got it so it's like it's like they also they also clearly have maturin on their side even if he's working kind of so maturin's in the book yeah they he kind of clearly has a kind of a hands-off approach, but like he clearly is on their side. That's clearly a factor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I want to read the book then, or hopefully they'll show it in the second movie. 
Uh, all right. So they said like Andy Machete. Like I guess he was talking about like uh, they because I guess Quint asked him if uh, if the turtle was in the movie, and he was just like, "There's a reference to the turtle." Like at what was point, it? Like, what was uh, it? Yeah, like when they're the kids are in the quarry. He's like, uh, I think Ben is like, there's something near my foot. Oh, and he goes that's down, right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's just a turtle. Yeah. And then like, at one point, Bill's holding um, a Lego turtle. Yep. Um, and he drops so it and he goes to walk after yeah. anyways. Yeah. So like, they definitely have the turtle imagery in there. So like, yeah. All right. Well, maybe they'll like allude to it more. All right. Pennywise, three and oh. These next two. So I did those all as like one, quote unquote. So now we have two more to round out our usual three. Um, these are just Stephen King. I will say, though. If you did like seven, like of like the like the the basically like the only one actually I think probably could take it to Pennywise is uh, the main uh, character Needful Things, which is implied to be basically Satan. Like okay. Satan might be Pennywise. I don't know. Are you well, sure it's it not the washing machine from the Manglers? Because <laughs> I'm just saying that's pretty <laughs> fucked up, and that thing could probably take down a big spider. Yeah, I mean, in the way, yeah, it's only a spider to us because we can't. Yeah. Actually, fathom what it looks like. Yeah. Um, it's like a Galactus thing, right? Kinda, yeah. Okay, yeah. You got to put this shit into comic book terms for me, Patrick. All right. <laughs> Who? No, not would win in a fight. Who is the better psychic, Danny Torrance or Johnny Smith? Danny Torrance from The Shining. Johnny Smith. From, I, I don't Danny, remember what I it was called, but I know Christopher uh, Walken from is Dead him. Zone. Yeah, Dead Zone. Um, well, it's different kinds of psychic because uh, Dead Zone psychic saw stuff before it happened, mm-hmm. whereas Danny Torrance, he just got, he had like a kind of like constant awareness, like, almost like the Force, I guess. Okay. Where it's like he was kind of in tune with everything that was going on at any given time. Okay. So like he could sense things that were happening but weren't actually visible to you if you were like didn't have the Shining, whatever. Okay. So like I would say Danny's more powerful. Okay, yeah, and also wasn't um, wasn't the other one more of like a uh, spur of the moment thing? Like he couldn't control. Yeah, it? he well, yeah, he touched somebody and he could yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Danny Torrance for the win. Was the Shining sequel good? I have not read Doctor Sleep. I I've read a few reviews saying it was decent, but I don't. That doesn't mean anything. I don't fucking care about reviews. I more so care yeah. about what my friends have seen. So, uh, last one. Who would you rather be trapped in a house with? And I will let you set the parameters if you need to further. Jack Torrance or Annie Wilkes? Um. Now, this the, the reason I say set the, the scene, obviously Annie Wilkes was more terrifying because the guy couldn't defend himself, but she's still fucked up in the head. Yeah, I say, she also is, like, a, she's a beefy motherfucker. Yeah, so and like, she was also not a small person. Like, she could take I feel like down. she could probably take me in a fight, whereas I don't, I don't know that I, I feel like I could take down... Like Nicholson. See, Jack was like, a little more manic to me. You know, yeah. he he was a little more like a scrap. He was willing to do anything. Where I feel like he would come at you with his fist throwing, like freaking uh, what's his name, Dean Ambrose. Whereas I feel like Annie Wilkes would spear you like Goldberg. Two very different approaches. Or Roman Reigns, if you want to just use the same. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's stick with the shield. Sure. Roman Reigns. Like that's the two different fighting uh, attempts, or more not fighting as much as just hey, you're not going anywhere. So you said it in your head, however you want. Just give me the answer. Who would you rather be stuck in the house with? I'd rather be stuck with Jack. <laughs> okay. Plus like, the conversation is like probably way more Jack. riveting that way. All right, I'll take that. That's that's not a bad that's not a bad setup. I thought that was a pretty good comparison. Scared the shit out of me because fucking that movie uh, uh, with Annie Wilkes. What's that movie called again? Um, Misery. Misery is 
just such a miserable story. Ho, 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 ho! All right, that's fucking enough of this. So the very last section, you brought it up, and the only reason I was saving it for the end was I saw you post online. I don't remember any of the people you put in your Dreamcast, and what I did was uh, like two weeks ago when the movie was fresh, I found Buzzcast, or Buzzcast, BuzzFeed's Dreamcast, who they want to play, and we're going to match them up and see if maybe theirs will appeal to you. So first, who did you think, or who would you like to see play Bill? Uh, the one that I thought of was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, that would be really good. The one they put, and if, if you use it later in your list, don't talk about that now. We'll use it later in the list. They put Jake Gyllenhaal as Bill. I mean, that's fine. I just, I see more, I see Joseph Gordon-Levitt being able, like, he's closer to that actor to me in terms of, like, I would believe okay. him more. general, but... like, growing up, yeah. I think Gyllenhaal's the better actor. I, I think you're a fucking crazy person, but Gyllenha- okay. Jake Gyllenhaal is, okay, okay, okay. That's a separate. I like Jake Gyllenhaal, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has massive range. I think he and has. And Jake Gyllenhaal always kind of plays the same thing. Just oh, like, I really, sir. I really, I really, oh. I really want an Oscar. Oh, Please sir. Please give me an Oscar. Oh, sir, okay. Enough's enough. I don't want to hear this anymore. Anyways, I think. I think yours is decent and probably looks like the young actor more, um, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal could pull it off better. So that's irrelevant. So you sticking with yours? I'm sticking with Buzzfeed. Uh, who did you pick for Bev? Uh, Bev, I was like, I honestly can't think of anyone better than ScarJo, so I wanted to be ScarJo. Okay, they put Amy Adams. I think she's too old. But I think like that was my, okay. my whole thing with uh. How old are they supposed to be? First off, it's 27 years after they're 20. They're okay, yeah, so they're so 40. Like they're so like I mean I can buy like a couple of like because by the time they make it, um, all the ca- all the guys I picked are basically in their like mid to late thirties. Okay. So like I believe all of them for like the thing. So yeah. So I was like, to me like so somebody mentioned uh, the lead from Mama. Uh, fuck. She also in Zero Dark Thirty. Her name is currently escaping me. But um, that's fine. Uh, but somebody mentioned her. I'm like she's too fucking old too. Like I was just like, and I like those actors, but I'm like I don't. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, oh, um, I love Jessica Chastain. Again, I like them, but uh, they're too old. So yeah, right. so I think I think you could uh, write that in to be proper. But I think of all of them, Amy Adams looks the most like this girl. I don't was, know. I could buy ScarJo, but that's me. Yeah. Well, I I kind of expect you to go with your list. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't dislike ScarJo by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't think she's the strongest. I just don't. I, mean, I, oh. I, I just that's just me. She's something to look at, and no offense towards her at all. She's an amazing actress, but in this, I would, pref- I would rather see strong scared versus strong and or scared, and I don't see her being strong scared. Does that make sense? We'll see. I guess. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. But does my does my like explanation at least make sense? Do you do you know what kinda, I'm saying? Because she I mean, definitely kinda. plays the strong female lead, like it's nobody's business. And yeah. I could see her as a scream queen. Like she she's got emotion. I don't see the middle road. The like I'm trembling, but I'm going through this. I, I don't see that. See, I don't agree. But fair okay, enough. all right. So you're sticking yours. I'm going Buzzfeed again. This one I don't know what you put, but I don't agree with their list. Uh, who'd you pick for Ben? This one, if they don't do it, I'm gonna be really fucking angry because it's so perfect that I will be angry. Okay. Fucking Chris Pratt. Okay. Should play a fat fuck that got in really good shape. (laughs) And Chris fucking Pratt. Um, my problem with 
Chris Pratt would be the argument I had earlier about the fucking Stranger Things kid is I feel like they would just be like, he, he he's not Richie, but we're going to kind of give him a Richie-esque feel because fucking it's Chris Pratt. I don't like, think so. See, I think like Shelby says something similar. I'm like, I think that he has way more. Oh, no, no. He has the ability. You will think that. Oh, that oh my God. Think he will. He's got the ability. I'm talking about what they, you know, what will make them dollars and how are they going to play the character? I just see that. So you're, 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 you're fair. You're fair. Chris Pratt's a good choice. I'm just scared of the Stranger Things kid effect that I had. I that I, I had that I had that okay. I had. Okay. They put uh, Jerry O'Connell. Oh, uh, again, he's too yeah. fucking old. <laughs> okay, don't worry about the age. All right, they're picking. So you picked everyone in their mid to late thirties. They picked everyone in their early to mid forties. So they're going for something similar as what you did. So that's fair. Chris Pratt's like forty-two. Um, I don't think he's even that old. I think he's like. He's, I know he's older than me, but I don't think he's that much older than me. Uh, and the other thing that, that Jerry O'Connell has going for him, if if we're just laying it out there, is uh, he semi. was <laughs> a, he was he was in a Stephen King movie. He was a fat little kid, and he's now a thin adult. Like he, he come on, I mean he's got that going for him. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh, Chris Pratt is oh yeah, well, he's thirty eight years old. The, you picked it perfect. Yeah. Uh, as this movie is made like kajillion dollars yep like if you can't attract an old star cast okay. i don't know what but to can. that degree <laughs> to that degree jerry o'connell is much cheaper than chris no, Pratt, which will like, allow you fuck? to pay money is no object after you no, get a much, no, no, no. <laughs> it's still an object when you're making these types of films it is still an object they don't just do that this isn't the avengers so if you're signing people like who you want like say scarjo you gotta make no like, my next adjustment. ones are like way cheaper okay Oof. okay okay that's fair but uh, so for this one i'll go with your actually Joe score 11 is also pretty cheap i would assume but yeah what no way dude I guarantee you it doesn't make more than, like, between five and ten a film. Like, I All guarantee right. it. All right. Well, anyways, so I'll go. This is the one time I'll go with your list. For Richie, who did you put? Uh, Jay Baruchel was, like, the, the, my first thought when I was watching the movie. I was, like, and at first I was, like, I didn't think he was old enough. And, like, I saw an interview with him where he was just, like, that he just turned, like, 35 or 36. I'm, like, oh, good. <laughs> like, I was just, like. <laughs> what yeah, do you know? <laughs> that'll be perfect then. Um, so, yeah. I I don't see Jay Baruchel. I'll just be. I'll just. I'll be before giving you the other answer. Just straight up, like the just his his as a character. Yes, he's funny, but he's not um, confident enough to be Richie in my eyes, and he doesn't look it to me. Doesn't look it. Uh, but he's he definitely looks funny. Exactly like Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> no, see, I actually agree with theirs because of this picture right here, which you're not gonna like. They picked Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Well, whatever. I, I think, think he looks. Right I think he looks freaking. I'm gonna put my phone up there so that you can see it. I think it works really well for looks. Nope, no. I no, don't no. see the humor of Joseph Gordon-Levitt as much. He's a, he's a funny act, actor, but I don't see the one-liners as much with him. I'm gonna try to come up with my own Richie. I don't know. Actually, nope. I don't like that either. I'll come back with my own Richie. Uh, who'd you pick for Mike? Uh this one, another one. Where if they don't do it, I'm really pissed because I was watching the movie. And um, I actually said to also Justin, you can't pick Muhammad Ali because this young actor looks exactly like freaking Muhammad Ali to me. No, he looks like Chadwick Boseman. He looks like Black Panther. Oh, okay. I was I like, see they, that. I was like, they honestly, I was like, if they have any scenes with young Black Panther in the Black Panther movie and they didn't cast this kid, <laughs> they done fucked up because he looks exactly like Chadwick Boseman. Um, Chadwick Boseman is a good one. They put, they picked um David Oyelowo. Lowo. David. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know who he is, but it looks good. I'll take it. It just looks good in this one. 
Um, I also see the Chadwick thing, I guess. Yeah. 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 I'll take either. You know, I'm splitting the difference. Uh, Eddie. Uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine looks exactly like an older version of that actor. Like... Looks, looks like him, but I don't want to see Chris Pine as a uh, Hydrocon or uh, whatever the fuck you call it. I would like to see him do so. Like, like, I think like, there's... Hold on. Here, there. He does... No, 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 fucking talk. Like, he... In the first time I ever remember seeing Chris Pine was in Smoke and Aces. Okay. And he plays a character like you have never seen him play. Because it's right after Smoking Aces, he got cast in Captain Kirk. And ever since, because he was playing the same thing fucking over and over and over again. And I love him in like the Captain Kirk and all that shit. I'm like, he can do more than this. <laughs> You're not giving him anything to do. I think. Like, so I was like, I think he could pull it off beautifully. I think this is a much better pick. Adam Scott. I think uh, I literally, from every mannerism Adam Scott portrays as a person, he's Eddie. That's perfect for me. I don't think so, but I mean, that's oh fine. Oh my god, he's so... Oh, yeah, okay. And this one, I... Actually, for I'm going to take your... Uh, uh, whoever you put for uh, Richie, and I'm moving that as my Stanley if I had to cast a Stanley. Okay. Tall uh, Jewish guy. Tall, skinny, white Jewish guy. I'm taking no, that. No, he didn't, he didn't have to be skinny. That's the thing. Is like, so that's why no, I was going to use... I was going to use uh, Seth Rogen because... Okay. Literally, the Stanley part... It's gonna be a glorified cameo. Yes. Because yes. like Which, that's the whole thing. He's the one that can't fucking handle the idea of seeing Pennywise again. I think so they like, picked a good one for this too. Because Seth Rogen, um I, I can't uh doing the whole like, yeah, everything's fine and then going and killing himself, I don't see that. It's a good I choice, but he, I don't I can I think he can do more, more than people think that he can. Uh the one I'm gonna say for this one though is uh which i'll give them credit even though it's probably not the best choice they picked zach braff and no their exact <laughs> reasoning is a it's only a tiny part b zach braff always seems like he's terrified of everything anyways so he can play that shakiness and uh c he gets three lines and zach's fine enough actor he's fine enough actor. i don't i don't know i don't i don't like zach braff that much and also like i just i i think Rogan is better than people think he like I think like most of the ones that I cast is like that were like uh comic actors. I'm like yeah. I honestly think they can do more people think that they can do like they, if you look at most good dramatic actors, like a, at least a lot of good dramatic actors, they started as comics because that thing is like I mean like look at like even though I I hate him, uh I like Rob Williams as a dramatic actor because he like because basically comedy comes from pain and also comedy like basically it's all about like kind of creating characters mm -hmm. and committing to those characters. So, like, if you watch them as, like, dramatic actors, usually they're fucking amazing, because, like, and they maybe know how to I, 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 I agree with two of yours. I can take it or leave it, two of yours, and I completely refute two other ones. What am I missing here? So uh, There's still uh, Henry Bowers as well. Well, hold on, but why is this seven? One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Which one am I refuting? So, Zach Braff, I refute. No Seth Rogen. Oh, oh, and Eddie, I refute you. No, not him either. Uh, Mike, I'll take it. Richie, I'll disagree entirely. Ben, I'll take it, but uh, take it or leave it. Bev, I would take it or leave it, and then uh, Bill would be fine. But I like Jake Gyllenhaal's. Um, who would? Okay, yeah, they didn't cast Henry, so who would you cast as Henry? Uh, James Franco. I. He has the acting chops. He and does. Also he looks vaguely like that kid. Like he's like I. I could buy that was okay. the older version of that. He does kid. and he does. I and hate also James he's Franco a little, he's with a little bit a, older than the rest of. Them, I hate so him with a sense. fiery passion. 
I just can't stand him in anything he's ever done except uh, This Is the End, because that movie was so good. And I'm really excited to see The Disaster Artist. Um, but other than that, I hate James Franco. Uh, damn, I never thought of this. If I had to cast Henry Bowers, someone who is, if they do it according to like the book, is also kind of a glorified cameo, kind of. Um, it's, it's, it's a little more, but it's a glorified cameo. Um, they've got to be strung out in an insane, insane asylum. Oh, you know who I'd want to see as it, uh, 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 use his name, baseball, swinging bat and walking dead. Oh, Negan. Uh, Negan. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I would like to see Jeffrey He's Dean Morgan. He's way too old. <laughs> no, no, because although they didn't do it in the first it, He's coked out from having his his he's completely oh, changed from seeing it. Sake. So I will I would take that he wakes up from being all fucked up, sees it because he's at the bottom of that well, sees it as it is going away, gets terrified by it, and like gray hair and all that. So you could you could I don't give a shit with the color of his hair. To you die could, no no no. Hair, so you could sub in a stressed out, insane asylum patient. They look ten years or twenty years older than they are, anyways. I take it. I'm taking di- James. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I like that one a lot. Uh, which, needless to say, that's, that's. I mean, is there anything else you could possibly have to say about it? No, I mean, I mean, I really enjoyed, like, going down the rabbit hole the way I did. Like, it was, it was fucking punishing as hell, but it was, it was rewarding, so. Terrifying. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, um. So obviously we're not going to talk about Rick and Morty today because we're already at an hour and a half and I have, you know, I got stuff to say. So we will double up on Rick and Morty next week. Um, what is, where would this rank as a story, not any of the three adaptations for you in your Stephen King list? Um, nothing touches Dark Tower. Of course. Um, I knew that was going to stay your number one. Um... I would say it's right underneath under the dome right now. So third um, place? Which is, so third place, yeah. Okay. For me, and I have a very limited Stephen King uh, history, I would probably forget. Granted, I haven't read a lot of them in a really long time. Yeah. Like, I, well, I, I am on my Kindle. I, I haven't read a single one. I've only seen what's been available to me in video form, and, I would, and, I've, and I'm sure The Shining would be number one for me if I'd seen it, but I haven't seen The Shining. So I would put it... I would put it at number one. Yeah, the only thing it's really fighting with in my mind is Pet Cemetery because that that movie scared the shit out of me. Um, even though it may not be that good, that movie just terrified me to just no extent. Um, so yeah, I'd probably put it number one as a whole. Like I have watching the original, watching the remake, and hopefully reading the book soon. Heard, Fair heard, enough. Heard it here, folks. Put it right on Front Street. Shit's number one for me and third for Patrick. Um. Otherwise, I got nothing else to say. You good? I'm good. I am Kevin the Captain Mills. I'm Patrick Vicious. Thanks for listening. Indeed.